Welcome to the Brunch and Slay podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration. Well, we remember that if she can, I can, we all can. I'm your host, Amira Sane, founder of Brunch and Slay, a lifestyle brand created to inspire women to live their best lives every day. everybody welcome back to the show today is the day that is blessed well guess why because we are here no matter where we are there's something at least one thing we can think of to be happy about and for that i give thanks now over the last few weeks you folks listening have been amazing you've been writing reviews you've been sharing the show you've been sliding in the dms you've been shouting us out Man, I, I guess I got to keep saying it. So if you have not done one of those things, re- like review the show, share the show, or subscribe to the show, then I'm going to go ahead and say if you aren't driving, pump those when you're not driving. Haha. <laughs> go ahead and slide into whatever platform that you listen on and give us a rating and your thoughts in one sentence or two. And that way I can properly thank you because reviews make the world go round and this show is nothing without your support every week listening and without you doing one thing and that most important thing of all is sharing it with somebody who you feel can benefit from the show so today i have somebody who has a very interest interesting perspective on the world of professional athletes on the line she is a mom to a professional athlete she's also a woman who gave her life, like many of us, to making sure her family uh, is well and making sure that all their needs were met. And then she came to a certain point to where she thought, hmm, now what about me? And thankfully, the universe heard her and they had the ultimate strategic business for her to start. So help me welcome to the show, Miss Tamika Jones. Tamika, hey, how are you? Hi, Amira, thank you for having me. Oh, I'm so glad to have you. I love what you created. Thank you so much. I'm honored to sit down with you and to share. Now, Tamika has founded something called the Verde Visions, right? Which is a place for all those folks who are in the niche of professional athleticism, I guess. (laughs) I I don't want to butcher it, y'all. I do have a little (laughs) education, just a little bit, okay? Uh, (laughs) But she is the ultimate life curator, right? So when folks get these millions and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars, a lot of times we're coming from places where we don't necessarily know how to transition. Just think about it. If I woke up tomorrow and I had $17 million or even a million dollars in my bank account, and I've never had that before, I would not know where to start. I wouldn't know to go left, right, who to tell, who to share, what kind of security measures I need in place. Man, how would I navigate that? So Tamika's here to share how this became a true business for her and why it even mattered to her. So tell us a little bit about how Verde Visions even began. Okay, so Verde Visions um, was a vision that I had without a name for many, many years. I always thought of a way that I could basically mesh something that I love to do, which is nurture. I have a background in education as well as healthcare. So I always like to help. However, being a full-time mom, having a full-time job with two children and a husband who were involved in sports, I was thinking of a way, how can I make this work for everyone? And so when my son um, finished college, he entered into the world of professional sports, and I was there to assist him basically as his personal assistant. Well, 
as time went on, I was spending a lot of time away from home, a lot of time away from my husband and my youngest son. So I said, we have to come up with a way where I can, so that we can make this work for everyone. And so basically what I did for him was I helped him to curate his life and trans and, and, and for and transition into the lifestyle, moving from one state to another state. Um, a lot of times we don't think about transition as adults. It's very, very hard. And when you are basically an instant millionaire at 21 and 22 years old, that's something that is hard to do because you're in a new state, you're in a new city, you have tons of money, new experiences, and then you have this whole world of professional responsibility that you weren't used to. And so basically, that's what I did. I took my life um, on a personal note, and now I'm trying to branch out and help other families to help their professional athletes transition into a new world. So first of all, it had to be strange being the mom because a lot of guys, when they get that kind of money, we all know boys at that age. Okay, I'm going to still say boys because they're, they're loosely. <laughs> uh, yes. They're still transitioning. There's a lot of things that are going on. They do not want mama around the sea. How was Absolutely. that? <laughs> so it, my son and I, fortunately, we had a strong bond. I had him at the age of 19. So he was right there, ride or die, you know, when I was going through college, um, my husband went to the University of West Virginia, and I went to Coppin State University, so he was pretty much in the thick of things while we were trying to figure out our lives, so the bond started pretty early, and so with him just growing up, and it's always, we're a close-knit family, we don't have a big family, um, it's just us, and so kind of just setting the foundation a little bit um, with communication, and so when it comes time to get onto the big stage, although we know that he doesn't tell us everything, he tells us those things that are important or those things that could have a great impact in his life. And so we just have to thank God for the relationship that we formed with him when he was young. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So you, your son enters this new world. Uh, mm -hmm. there's a lot of challenges that come with that from like you talked about something that I think a lot of people can relate to and that's relocating and I've definitely relocated for work a few times and I know that it is very challenging even negotiating those packages for reno renegotiation right mm -hmm. uh, for relocation mm -hmm. I remember the first time I relocated for work um, I didn't know to have them pay out an existing lease I didn't know to negotiate that and mm -hmm. it wasn't until, you know, you go to one of those work dinners and you talk to a couple of folks who relocated and they started talking about, oh, I had them buy my house. Oh, I had them do this. And it's like, what? I've been screwed, right? Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. you know, with, with you, you're helping more than, than folks who, when they first make it pro, you're helping people as they transition when they're getting ready to navigate all that because you have a great inside scoop on what that process is like from training camps to uh, auditions or tryouts. That's those are waters that a lot of parents probably have no clue how to navigate. Yes, absolutely. And I always say that if someone would have come to us in the beginning of the process and said, this is what you have to look forward to, we probably would have been a little bit more prepared. But we were charting unterritorial waters as well while he was learning. And so I just started making a journal, taking notes on what it was to be in the life and the family of a professional athlete. Now, although I am making reference to professional athletes, I would like to come in and actually sit down with moms and have conversations about, you know, are we providing the right balance for our athletes? Because I know in my household, 
it was sports all day, every day. And we really didn't reach out and do other things or focus on other interests. But now we're six years in, um, the NFL doesn't last for long. So when do you actually take that time to focus on other interests? And so that's when you start to bring a team of people in who can help your children to navigate and to figure out, you know what, what is it that I really want to do outside of sports? Oh yeah, because so we have you, a we have a big world out here, you know, and they do have other interests. Because my son, he loves music, he loves art, but when you don't really take the time to focus on your other interests, sometimes they take the back burner, and then when it's time to focus on them, it's like, okay, well, where do I start? Oh yeah, that exit strategy is so important. I literally uh, and it just thought about this yesterday because Beyonce, I'm going to date this episode, but Beyonce just launched that Ivy Park with Adidas partnership, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I'm looking at it and I, I don't know if anybody, of course, again, I tell you, I wear my marketing hat. I cannot take it off. That's just who I am. So right. I'm looking at how she's transitioning to life after dropping an album constantly, life after mm-hmm. life for a mom with three small children, right? So she's created... Mm-hmm tons of ways to position herself to still create a certain amount of income coming in every year, which she's accustomed to. Not that she needs to make another dollar, but again, you've heard her say she's creating generational wealth, right? Exactly. So, her great-grandchildren yes. are rich. Yeah, she yes. said, my great-great-grand is already rich, y'all. Okay, so stay with me here. Y'all know the song, so I'm trying to I'm take, stay with me, uh-huh. church, you know? <laughs> so she has found out ways to continue to stay relevant, right without dropping music by these midnight launches right so she kind of kind of teased us with ivy park uh that something was coming she created a page for it for, for the first time and then she's capitalizing on this launch and she did it in a grand way by delivering these custom rolling racks to all the celebrities who would, and influencers who would post it but Absolutely. i say yeah but i say that because somebody on her team was thinking about this when she was pregnant with those twins right mm-hmm. somebody Absolutely. was thinking about launching that coachella uh you know uh homecoming they were thinking about these things to keep her relevant notice we haven't gotten new music Absolutely. Right. And I always say throughout this entire process, team holds you accountable, whether it is today or five years from now. And so that's where Verde Vision wants to come in and help support families and athletes and young adults to actually put together a plan so that you know kind of what your vision looks like for the next five years. We have to stop living for today, what's in front of us today. And we have to start putting those things in place so that when the time comes, we are already prepared. Well, so I don't, want, I don't want families to, I'm sorry for cutting you off. I don't want families to get to the next level and look around and say, well, where is he going to live? How are we going to get his car there? Where's the closest bank? How do we get things shipped? Where's UPS? I want to be able to come in and support them and help them with all of those resources before they even transition to the next city. No, I agree. I mean, you touched literally, I think it's, fantastic that you saw the need and you took lots of notes and you were thorough and you saw an opportunity here because every year a new class comes right yeah and in, mm-hmm. in every sport not just in nfl and you talked about the shelf life of someone who plays that kind of who does that professionally because their body right your body's taking a toll every week um, absolutely right and if mm-hmm. someone i think if you're aligning as a parent and, and as a guardian or someone who generally cares for one of these young men or, or women who are going professional and, and, and as mm-hmm. an athlete you're thinking about okay they're here 
and now maybe because of their youngness and, and their immaturity just in life, not necessarily that they are, you know, a, a mess because they're not, right. but right. saying, okay, you made it to the mountaintop because your whole life you've been shooting for this. You're here. What are we shooting for afterwards? And that's where I think we fall short as a people and not preparing people, even as college graduates, your kids work so hard to become an engineer. They get there. Now what? What is our, we have to do a better job yeah. of setting up what those next steps are. So I think what you're doing is beautiful. And I love the fact that you're reaching back and you're getting them in early, uh, as in high school and in college students and preparing them. So I know you have to have, be working on an ebook. Where's that? Cause that's, that's where it's at. Where, when is that coming? That, out? <laughs> that is, <laughs> that is coming next. I'm not really a talker. So I thought about a blog, but an ebook would definitely fit my style because I can just sit and just write it all out on paper. I always say that my life is a book. And so starting with an ebook would definitely be the best first step to take. So take me back. So you, a, a lot of your vision came from dedicating yourself to your family. And somewhere along that, you kind of lost your way. How did you realize that you were no longer, you know, all about you? Wow. Um, when the kids started to get older and they were leaving out the house, going on their own dates, and my husband and I were sitting looking at each other like, okay, now what? Because everything that we did centered around the children. And so I'm saying to myself, I've dedicated all of these years, one is 26 and one is 19, to my children, making sure and helping them to get to where they need to go. And I lost sight of myself. One, I encourage women to keep on going. Just because you have children doesn't mean that you have to lose sight of yourself. And sometimes we put ourselves on the back burner and say, we'll get back to us. But in my metamorphosis, in my journey, I said, you know what? My vision is very clear. And I spent this time nurturing my family and helping to guide them. So now I'm going to take this and turn this into helping others because now this is my journey. So Verde Vision is a part of the quote unquote new Tamika, the new journey, where I can take all of my experiences of raising my family and helping others. So, so how did your son my, how ahead. did you how did your son feel about you potentially helping his counterparts or his uh arch rivals, you know, those nemesis out there <laughs> as they transition, if they play for another team and all that good stuff. What's what's his thought and feedback on you going into this new area? because he knows the challenge and he knows how difficult it was for him and I'm gonna be very honest there are a lot of young guys out here who just don't have the support system and so it's hard when you have a team it's hard when you have support so just imagine how they feel if they don't have a cohesive team or they don't have the support to help them to transition into the next level it can really be tough and so he was excited they've been pushing me for a long long time um, to get out there and just to start doing things for me. And so I said, you know what, 2020, I'm going to push the button. And here we are today. More Brunch and Slay after this. If you've listened to this show for any amount of time, then I'm sure you've heard me say a thing or two about meditation and how it utterly changed my life. And in times when things get a little bit stressful, it's always good to know that I can turn back to meditation to kind of get myself back in line. Now, the folks over at Gaia 
they totally get this and understand, which is why they are giving all of our Brunch and Slay listeners 20% off of meditation cushions. That's right. I've heard it a time and time again. I want to do meditation, but it's so uncomfortable to sit on the floor. Guess what? There's a cushion for that. Head on over to Gaiam.com and use the code Brunch and Slay. That's B-R-U-N-C-H-A-N-D-S-L-A-Y to get your cushion today. And now back to Brunch and Slay. So what was the first step you made for reclaiming your time? I said, well, first I was laid off from my corporate job and that allowed me the extra time or the free time to explore other options. And so they kind of happened all at the same time. My son went to the league. I was laid off from my job. So I said, you know what? I need to really step back and take this time to figure out what am I going to do when I grow up? And so I came up with a name. I've always had the name Verde Vision. Verde is um, paying homage to my late mom who passed away in 2010 from breast cancer. Her middle name was Verdella. So I shortened her name to Verde. And vision is something that I always strive to have to move me from one area of my life to the other. And so I put the Verde Visions together. And that's where Verde Vision came from. Now, some of the other things you do, because you are not a one-trick pony, right? Yes, yes. (laughs) You are a speaker and a mentor. What does that mentorship look like? And who are the candidates that you feel really you gravitate to more? And and are you looking for new mentees? Yes, I'm always welcoming to new opportunities for mentees. Um, I love to work with young men because I have that background experience, but raising my sons, but also young women and mothers, because there are a lot of mothers who are in the same position that I was in, who have dedicated a lot of time to their families, their husbands, their children, and they lost their vision. And so I really want to mentor them and be able to lift them up because lifting them up can help them get to their goal probably quicker because we all just need someone to take interest and support us. Wow. And, and so give me three things that a parent or a mentor should do if their child is someone who's getting a lot of attention, um, either in high school. Let's talk about high school first. How do, does a parent make sure that their kid is getting the right recruitment or that they make sure that they're represented right? And when it comes to scholarships and things of that nature, and they're navigating the waters for trying to turn pro. So I would first say that the first step would be to make sure that everyone in the household is academically aware of what is needed to bring in those scholarships, making sure that you know what your child needs on the um, SAT, making sure that you know all of the prerequisites for NCAA um, requirements. When you have a sound understanding, then you can tell your son, okay, or your daughter, okay, you're missing some credit, don't wait until the last minute. We've heard so many stories where have gone through the entire four years of high school, they get to their last semester and they find out that they are credit short. Well, to alleviate that problem, find out everything that is needed when your son or daughter enters into high school. Once you see that your son or daughter may have what it takes to get to the next level, whether it be D1, D2, everybody's agenda or goal is not to get to the NFL, the NBA, the WNBA, whatever that is. 
but whatever the next steps are that your child um, is going to take, make sure that everybody has a clear understanding of what is needed to actually get to the next step. We talk to parents all the time and they don't know what the SAT score is needed to get into one of the top choices of their child. No, I so love that important. you share that. I love that. Mm -hmm. That's something like I have it, my oldest nephew uh, a few years back because he's in his sophomore year of college now. When he started his freshman year of high school, we, you know, we all pride ourselves in talking and have real conversations with our nephews and, and just mm -hmm. being real with them and be preparing them for what we expect, the kind of excellence we expect as a family. So we all right. play our little role and I'm huge into giving them the real, like I'm that aunt, like I tell them the real deal. So I sat down with him. He said he wanted to be an electrical engineer. I said, okay, cool. Let's look at what colleges you want. We picked out his dream colleges. We made a vision board, what their GPA must were, what their prerequisites were, what he had to make on ACT, what their college mascots were. And we literally created a vision board his freshman year and just had it on his wall. These are your top four colleges. This is everything you need every semester to stay on track to get into one of these colleges. Um, and I'm happy to say he's definitely, a, he, he did it. He's at A&M now about to be accepted into their electrical engineering program. But that wasn't just me. That's obviously his parents cracking the whip when I'm not there, you know, <laughs> or not checking in. But right. I, I, and it's I, preparation. Yeah. Yeah. Prepar preparation is key. I mean, we kind of knew early on that my son was gifted and talented academically and athletically. So it is making sure that you are putting your child in the right situation to succeed. Just because they can play at this level doesn't mean that that's where they can function socially, physically, mentally, you know, in that arena. So you have to know your child and you have to know what situation will help your child to thrive. And what would you say about mm, trusting? I'm trying to say this in a way that doesn't offend, but trusting those people who are supposed to be advocates for your child from the coach standpoint or from the recruitment standpoint, how much authority should a parent, you know, give them or should they, you know, how much is too much? You don't want to turn them off, but at the same time, you got to let them know that my kid isn't somebody who's going to fall through the cracks, right? So how yeah. do they navigate that? Um, that's a tough one. I can say that my family was blessed because my husband was a student athlete. And so he was very knowledgeable of the process. So thank God he was able to bring that knowledge to the table and help us make decisions for my son. But if there was someone who wasn't aware of what it really takes and what it entails, I would say to do your own research so that when you go to the table with these coaches um, and these agents and these lawyers, you have a background on what it is that is expected. Don't just go to the table and think that they can feed you all the information. Go to the table with your information as well. And then after the meeting, you sit down and you compare the, compare the two and see where they line up. And if you have questions, ask the questions. But I would always do my own research and not depend on someone else to tell me what they thought about a certain situation. All right. And of course, if that's intimidating to you all, the person listening who is in this situation, you have Verde Vision. So you can just reach absolutely. right on out. <laughs> yeah, you can just absolutely. reach out on out. Yeah. So when now that you're here and you're the space and you're now passing on the information and you're you know, feeding into the community of athleticism and making sure that these young athletes are, are, are represented, who do you feel like are your ideal clients right now? Who are the people who you know you're sitting here to help? I am here to help um, those clients who are getting ready to navigate the process. I am here to help those clients who have children who are in middle school and are getting ready to go to high school. 
let's start it soon. Let's start it early so that when the time comes, the family's prepared, the child's prepared, and that's when you make those good decisions. Right, right. So now, of course, we talk a lot about about athletes and now that you're in you're in the game right <laughs> yeah <yes. laughs> what what is what is, what is on the go what's on the plans for you now in the next coming months and in and, and your brain the next coming months for verde vision i really want to get out and hit the college circuit i really would love to go in and speak to moms of college athletes just so that they can have a blueprint of what to expect for their young athletes because the more you know, the better off you are. So I'm going to have workshops. I'm going to do some webinars. And definitely, I want to make a personal appearance to the colleges so that I can get to know some of the moms and offer any advice and just be there as a resource for them. So what hashtag would you use to describe where you are at this point? I would say hashtag sports mom. <laughs> right you're gonna be everybody mama like getting yeah, them all yeah. getting them all together yeah I love it I love it right, right. so now this Saturday you can brunch uh with anyone in the world that are alive who are you brunching with I am definitely brunching with Michelle Obama because she rocks <laughs> she is kind of fancy isn't it? I really oh my I really goodness. I love I love everything Michelle Obama. She is classy. She is able to articulate her likes and dislikes. She is just getting it done across the board. So I would love to brunch and slay with Michelle Obama. Now, what part of your life are you currently slaying? Right now, I am currently slaying, I would say self-care because I have learned how to my life and to put myself first and to take care of me. Oh, I love that. Now, for the folks listening who have more questions, and I, I'm literally thinking of a few friends I have who I know their kids are just so athletic. And, you know, they, I know that they are headed down the road where your son is. How can they follow you? How can they support you or, or get in contact with you? They can support me by going on Instagram. I am at Verde underscore vision. All right. So you don't have a problem with them going into your DMs or, or chatting with Absolutely. you that way? No, I'm fine with that. And then once the website is up and running, they can definitely contact me on the website. But all my information right now is at Verde underscore visions on Instagram. Wonderful, wonderful. So one of the things that's really important to me is that we pour back into you just like you poured out to us and, and let us know that there's, there are levels to this and there are more resources at every level, right? So yes. what vibes or prayers can we send your way to help you along your journey? I would just say to pray for my clarity and for my vision and just praying for peace and success as I move along this journey, as I am basically setting out to define who I am. Oh, I love that, man. And I cannot thank you enough for, for sharing this. I think it's, you know, there's so many different unique niches out there. And the more we connect, the more we're able to build and win. And this may not be... Uh, it, it could be one of those things where you pass it on to someone else. Obviously, a lot of our children, I wasn't an athletic person. I'm just going to be real. I'm not very coordinated. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I played, I played sports until I really started getting into my hair at my nails. And I'm like, mm, this is not going to work. So I kind of took a turn and went into something else. But Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I love that. Yeah. But I, I love also the fact that we also are able to still pour in and build and win. And I think some of the tough part 
uh, about parenting period is a lot of it is uncharted territory. Oh my goodness. Yes. They don't come with books. Wait a minute. I thought you might want to know about what's happening next week. If you only reach in who you got access to, you're not marketing. Like you're not really putting yourself out there in a big way. And so I became curious about marketing because I was like, well, let me study marketing. And that's kind of how I got into it because I couldn't like get more clients and customers beyond my family and friends. And you know, that's kind of one of the common denominators that a lot of people talk about online. Oh my God, my friends and family don't support me. They don't buy from me and, and all of that stuff. But back in the day, I was with them. Like, yeah, why, <laughs> why my friends and family ain't supporting me? And once I realized that, bruh, like this is not your target audience. Like I didn't know what the hell the target audience was back then. But like now I know what it means. And so it's evident that my friends and family are not my audience. Does that make sense? All right. So again, I can't thank you enough for sharing yourself and, and, and giving us another resource that we know we're going to need. Right. So Absolutely. I, yes, I appreciate you. Thank you. And if there's ever anything we can do here at Brunch and Slay, you just don't hesitate to let us know. All right. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. So if you enjoyed today's show as much as I enjoy chatting with Tamika, because, you know, I'm fascinated by all things innovative and all those uncharted territories, but it just fills me up. Make sure you go ahead and you shout her out and you give her Instagram feeds some love and you share this with someone who you know could use the advice that Tamika shared with us today. And, and no matter what, I need you to always remember that if she can, I can, we all can. This is Brunch and Slay.